Windsor Castle is the oldest and largest inhabited castle in Europe. Construction began under William the Conqueror in the 11th century, and since that time to the present day, it serves as the residence of the reigning monarch. Windsor Castle is final resting place for many kings, queens and members of the royal family, including the late Queen Elizabeth II and her husband, Prince Philip. Known for its history and beautiful architecture, it's been the scene of many a royal birth and death. Could this be why Windsor Castle is reputedly so haunted? One of the most famous ghost sightings at Windsor is the apparition of Henry VIII. Famous for his fiery temper, numerous wives, beheadings and enormous stature, the Tudor King has been seen walking hallways and cloisters near the deanery. Ghostly groans, shouts and the sounds of footsteps have been heard in the hallway, accompanied by a dragging sound, like someone dragging a lame, ulcerated leg. His angry spirit is heard shouting orders to non-existent staff, along with cries of pain and suffering. In 1977, two soldiers keeping guard on the battlements watched in astonishment as they saw the easily recognised spirit disappear into a solid wall. Buried with his wife Jane Seymour in a vault at St George's Chapel, his tortured screams suggest that his earthbound spirit is trapped in the castle, reliving the pain he lived with and inflicted on others for eternity. Anne Boleyn is also said to haunt at Windsor, as well as the Tower of London, Hever Castle and Blickling Hall, her place of birth. Observed at the window of the Dean's Cloister, her melancholy gaze and pale, dismal face have startled many visitors and staff alike. Anne Boleyn's marriage to Henry VIII changed the course of British history forever. After she failed to give Henry a male heir, Henry made the brutal decision to execute her. Accused of adultery, incest and high treason, Anne Boleyn was condemned to death and executed by beheading at the Tower of London on the 19th of May, 1536. Could it be that her tragic, untimely and barbaric death has caused her sorrowful, restless soul to haunt not just the Dean's cloister, but also the eastern parapet and grounds of Windsor Castle, where the headless apparition of Anne Boleyn has apparently been witnessed? So many rooms at Windsor Castle have haunting tales connected with them. One of the bedrooms located in the deanery is reputedly haunted by the spirit of an angry little boy. He apparently shouts out, I don't want to go riding today, before suddenly vanishing. Could this be a young Edward III or Henry VI, both born at Windsor Castle centuries ago, reliving a childhood tantrum? Royal biographer Hector Bolitho lived at the deanery and witnessed ghostly footsteps. He reported, I used to hear them at night, walking quickly past my bedroom door. Oddly, there were only three steps, but the unseen ghost seemed to take four steps down before resuming his hurried pace. But later I discovered that the flooring in this part of the old house had been raised from its earlier level, and in the process one step had been eliminated. In addition to the deanery, the stairway of the Mary Tudor Tower 
is the location of ghostly footsteps, frequently heard by visitors and guests staying in the bedroom at the top of the tower. In addition to King Henry VIII, another persistent royal apparition is that of Queen Elizabeth I, who seems to have made the Royal Library her favourite haunt. The library is not open to the public, but accounts of her haunting have been witnessed by members of the royal family. King George III apparently saw the apparition who declared to him that she was married to England, and Queen Victoria's son, Edward VII, also told one of his many mistresses that he had a similar encounter. Footsteps are often heard traversing the library before she appears, gliding into another room. She appears dressed in black, with a long black shawl draped over her shoulders. In 1897, during Queen Victoria's Diamond Jubilee, Lieutenant Carl Glynn of the Grenadier Guards had the opportunity to visit the library and settled himself into a chair on the east side of the library, quietly reading The History of Dorsetshire. Unexpectedly, he became aware of the sound of heels on the wooden boards walking through the inner library. Looking up from his book, he saw a female figure dressed in black with a black lace shawl on her head and shoulders pass him by and turn sharply into a bay. Shortly after this encounter, at four o'clock, Lieutenant Glynn asked the library attendant who the lady was at work in the inner library. The attendant explained that Glynn was in fact the only visitor to the library that afternoon. Glynn protested that he had just seen the figure walk into the inner room, so the attendant went to check. She found no one. Glynn was adamant that she must have walked out of a door in the corner and gestured to the bay where he saw the lady in black. The librarian insisted that there wasn't a door for anybody to use, but she did explain that many years ago a door did indeed stand in the same location. The chief librarian, Dr Holmes, sent for Glynn to ask him for a description of the figure he had seen. Once Holmes had the details, he exclaimed, It is the same. You have seen the apparition of Queen Elizabeth I. It became apparent that the apparition was seen by the daughter of Queen Victoria, Empress Frederick, who also saw the same figure in the same place as a young child. The encounter made it into the newspapers in 1897, with Mrs Sidney Carr Glynn giving an interview to a somewhat sceptical reporter. A more modern encounter with the ghost of Queen Elizabeth I occurred in the early 20th century. Edward VII declared that he had seen her, as well as King George VI, father of Queen Elizabeth II and Princess Margaret. He apparently saw the apparition on eight consecutive nights in the same location at the start of World War II. Could she appear as a warning or a crisis apparition when the safety of the country is in peril? We may never know. The Great Kitchen at Windsor Castle is the oldest working kitchen in the country and has served 32 monarchs, including the late Queen Elizabeth II. On average, the kitchen has 33 members of staff 20 chefs and sous-chefs, 3 pastry chefs and 10 porters. The clocks in the Great Kitchen are always set to be 5 minutes fast to ensure the food served to the monarch is never late. One of the most bizarre ghostly accounts took place in this very kitchen. Whilst washing his hands in the kitchen sink, 
a man who grew up as a child at the castle, witnessed a man leading a horse across the kitchen and vanished into the wall. A kitchen maid, who also witnessed the bizarre sight at the same time, recounted her experience to her family, but neither was believed when they described what they had seen. Years later, when the kitchen underwent significant repairs, a long-forgotten, hidden underground stable was discovered behind the very wall where the mysterious horse and groom vanished. The Long Walk is a 2.6-mile tree-lined avenue originally stretching from Windsor Castle to Snow Hill. According to legend, the high ground is where Henry VIII stood in wait to hear confirmation of the execution of Anne Boleyn. Charles II had double rows of elm trees planted along the path after the Restoration in 1660. During Queen Anne's reign in 1710, a pathway through the trees was replaced by a more permanent road so coaches could smoothly arrive and depart from Windsor Castle. In 1927, overcome by feelings of grief and melancholy, a young guardsman, aged 18, shot himself whilst on duty in the Long Walk. Weeks later, Sergeant S. Leake took up posts for a similar night vigil. Shortly after 2am, he spotted a guardsman marching towards him. He was thankful that the soldier coming to relieve him of his duty had arrived early. Looking closely at the face of the man beneath his bearskin cap, he recognised the guardsman who had committed suicide only weeks earlier. Moments later, the apparition had mysteriously vanished. Hours later, a somewhat agitated guard came to finally relieve Sergeant Leake of his shift. When they discussed how the night shift had progressed, the other guardsman explained that he had had an identical experience. He'd also seen the same ghost, but at a different time. Once retired, Leek said that recalling the experience made the hair on the back of his neck stand on end. <laughs>